What's up, readers? It's your boy, back with the latest and greatest announcements. Gonna be on your screen, in your ears, two times a week, giving you the announcements, keeping you up to date with the cash status. So first things first, if you want a shirt, if you want to support the brand, if you just want an awesome shirt, go to cashdaddiestshirts.com. All of our merch is there. We got a hoodie, we got a ton of different t-shirts, and there's a new one on the way. I got a sneak peek at it, and it is by far my favorite shirt. I cannot, I, I'm, I'm so excited to promo this. I can't show you guys yet, but I promise you, this thing is gonna be the most bought shirt we have yet. Second thing, if you're trying to follow us on any social media platforms, whether it's TikTok, Reddit, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, we are, we're literally on everything. Some of the links are up on the screen right now. You can go find those. All of our other links will be down in the description, especially the Discord. If you need help with anything, stocks, crypto, any investing, any type of money, just go and go in the Discord. But the guys are super nice. It's a good way to make friends, just meet new people. And lastly, since I yelled at you guys the past two weeks to subscribe to the channel, we've gotten over 300 subscribers. Just me yelling at you. So I'm gonna keep doing it. Subscribe to the channel. Even if you're listening, Apple, Spotify, whatever podcasting platform you use, go to YouTube and subscribe, please. And also leave a review on Apple. It's it's just good for the brand, good for the algorithm, gets us out there more, more exposure. And lucky enough for you guys, the fat dragon, Mr. Tripoli will be on the road in the next coming months. So here are his dates. May 27th, 28th, 29th, Bloomington, Minnesota. This one's interesting. June 6th in Miami, Sam will be appearing at Shitcoin 2021. That's right, Shitcoin 2021, Miami, Florida, June 6th. Not a joke. June 11th and 12th, he'll be in Houston, Texas. July 30th, he'll be in Dallas, Texas. July 31st, he'll be in Oklahoma City. Get your tickets now at samtriboli.com. We have an amazing interview for you guys today. Definitely, definitely an interesting one. Uh, very polarizing guy. I think you guys will appreciate it. But uh, yeah, let me know. Give me your thoughts in the comments, all right? Roll the clip. So Evan gets to a certain number. I get hit up by Howie. Howie's like, dude, we got we to gotta get this kid to bank some of this money, man. Because he's going to ride <laughs> this shit and he might get out. And I'm like, how much is it? And Neff tells me the number. I'm like, holy shit. So we just start going on the offense. We're like, Evan, you got to sell. You have to sell. Bank some of this money at your age. This is basically a million dollars. Fucking take this money out. Evan goes radio silent. Yeah, that Dude, was that's what I, I had a crew in New York. Silent? No, you did. I, I had you a totally crew like no, I did, but how we put him in the car with duct tape and head to fucking HF. I checked my phone. Two missed calls from Sam Tripoli. Two missed calls from Chris Neff. 45 texts from all three of you, and you guys are just fucking blowing me up. Dude, we suck. We suck. Cash purposes only. You'd be an idiot to listen to anything these degenerates say. Invest at your own risk, do research, but seriously don't listen to these ass clowns. Now enjoy Cash Daddies.
And welcome to Cash Daddies. We're banking fatties. That's right. Today's show is brought to you by Blue Chew. Go to bluechew.com, use the promo code CASH, and we will get into it. What? We have a sponsor? Yeah, we have a sponsor, dude. Somebody (laughs) likes the readers out there. Hold on. I've never heard of this. What exactly does Blue Chew do? I know it's a meme. You guys are always joking about it. And if you eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, just so those cats stay wet (laughs) 24-7, shut the fuck up. I mean, here's the deal. I've never even bought a gas station boner pill. Well, dude, you're missing out because I love Rhino 5000, okay? I like like Panther XX 3000. I don't even know. I asked asked the dude, what does that number mean? He goes, I do not know. Just do you want it or not? Well, hold on. Because like, I, you know me, I don't get out too much. Does this make like your boner harder? Does it give you more cum? It allows you to open up a refrigerator with no hands, baby. Yeah, that's that's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. But no, I mean, I see. But it's like load consistency going to change? Dude, this is a financial fucking podcast not a, a chat roulette room you're in right now stop asking about loads the only loads we care about are fucking loads of money and loads speaking of, of loads of money is time to all of us at one time get ready to work evan hands oh. fucking balls jesus christ get into those balls bro yeah evan hit, the fucking, evan hit the lottery evan they want to know how much did you bank uh, should that be public information? Yeah, now here's, oh, the here's how you say it, Nev. Just yeah. leave it up to me. Leave it up to me. This is what Nevin Nev's made. having a bad day with questions today, by the yeah. way. We just got to get this, into it. Readers, yeah, we this time is what Nevin already, just so you know. If you, if you go and you go to New York and you go to a store, a bodega, and you play the, the lottery and you play the take five where you got to take five numbers and pick all five, one, 11, 24, 32, 46. You got that in every state. You put a dollar down and you hit all five and you hit it. In Oklahoma, how it's not everything. That's about what Evan won, right? That's all you got to say. That's about what he hit. I, I would have hit more. Oh, no, no, no. We're not doing this. To this. We're Listen, not you were in numbers. a crypto. You guys, you guys gave me a fucking panic attack at three in the morning, just blowing my Dude, mind. Dude, I was ready to drive, up. Ready drive up and kidnap you. You gave us a panic attack. You guys were texting me. Like, hole for three days, okay? Not responding, okay? We were worried about your health and well-being. I was fine. Then yeah, respond. Okay. Evan, listen to me. Listen to me. This is the rare time it worked out. Okay, and I this is the problem when you're super young and everything lines up. You think it's always gonna line and up. It like never that. does. And it's like you just got the and maybe do maybe you're the chosen one and maybe we're all on your show. Who knows? Okay, it's definitely possible. All right, but at your age, Evan, the amount of money that we beg you to to cash out on is a lot of money for you to live on for a while. Now. I, I mean, I don't want to get too much into your cash, but I do think we kind of should get into that because the number is insane. It's a cautionary tale. We need you to sold know that. You sold at 14. It's at six. You put it into whatever, ass, balls, that went up another 190%. But you, you initially like- invested what? A thousand? Can we no, get into that? A thousand dollars. So you went to bed, you went to sleep. You he know? didn't sleep. That's the whole point. That's how yeah, he made Evan, it. He didn't sleep for like a week. That. Yeah. My wolf he was in the corner up in fucking HF doing this. Just 
I mean, it was yeah. worth it though. A week, a week, a week of my life for no sleep versus that amount of money. I think it was. I, I would do it again for sure. So, so you spend a G, right? And so you, what are you doing? Are you just staring at the screen? <clears throat> what are you doing? Well, see, I didn't really stare at the screen until it got like until it was like serious. So I was on the phone with Chris when this all started, and we were getting into a uh, boob, I think, and that was like. I had like a good amount after the ass and then we put, I put a good amount into boob and uh, that's when it started to get serious the next day, just cause it like it two X and then it three X and then it four X. And then that was the time where I was like, I am not going to take my eyes off the screen. I'm just going to, I'm just going to watch it and you get addicted to this shit. So I, was just, I mean, I'm looking at a chart right now. It's not like I have that much money into it, but I'm looking at a chart, but I was, yeah, just, but you, you ended know, up pulling, you know, right? You pulled it. I yeah, wish we, we could say the number. I don't out. know why we I, won't, but well, no, we could say the number. I, I mean, mean, I don't. Evan's like number? scared. He doesn't want to say the number. Scared. If he you, doesn't want to say guys, it, he doesn't have to say it. I mean, you guys. Yeah, told, if you, you don't want to say, you don't have to say it. You don't have to say it. But it's a. Actually, him not saying it is a real G thing to do because the readers can fucking figure it out. Yeah, well, just so you know, little Ian and I did jump in milk coin today. Okay. What is this? Is this, is this digital currency or categories on Pornhub? <laughs> what is this? It, <laughs> it really is. Dude, it's like it's all about like the hype. Okay, time. so listen, we got we got out of boobs and we got into uh double anal, double badge, and it's like 40x. Just so you know, DAVG is a coin. Oh, it is. It's about to be because yes, we just mentioned it. Somebody okay. will do it. So, so Evan gets to a certain number. I get hit up by Howie. Howie's like, "Dude, we gotta, we gotta get this kid to bank some of this money, man, because he's gonna ride <laughs> this shit and he might get out." And I'm like, "How much is it?" And Neff tells me the number. I'm like, "Holy shit!" So we just start going on the offense. We're like, "Evan, you gotta sell. You have to sell." Bank some of this money at your age. This is basically a million dollars. Fucking take this money out. And then the queen comes in. It's like, no, dude, ride that shit. I was bought. You were I was joking. teasing. Yeah. I was teasing. Yeah. And, th- and then had- Evan goes radio silent. Yeah, that dude, was that's what I, I had. Oh, bro, you went silent. No. You did. I, you totally like, no, I did. But how we put him in the car with duct tape and head to fucking HF. How he <laughs> how he calls me and he spends forty five minutes lecturing me about like literally everything. And then he's like, "Go lay down, put your phone away, don't stare at a screen." So I do that exact same thing. I put my phone on Do Not Disturb, and I'm just laying in bed listening to the new J Cole album. And then I check my phone, two missed calls from Sam Tripoli, two missed calls from Chris Neff, 45 texts from all three of you. And you guys are just fucking blowing me up. Dude, we we care about you. We don't want to see you fucking fuck this up because we've all been there. I I know. And I appreciate you guys looking out for me. It means a lot. But. So you don't listen to us. And the next day you wake up and boom, it's up even more. Yeah. And then we're like really on the campaign. We're like, sell this shit, dude. Sell this shit. And I sold it. You got to feel good right now. Were you like just mainlining Red Bull into the base of your cock to stay awake? 
all, oh my God. all pre-workout i honestly gotta be weird dude a guy saying the word cock is really uncomfortable whatever it's, it's my favorite really word i use it all the time that it's uncomfortable i'm just saying you're shady well, shit get, when you say get that. used to it because i'm not going to stop saying either one of them oh, but i do i do want to i want to address I feel like, like i got molested well, I want to address this whole all the shit that's going on. Like, this is not going to last. Well, Israel and Palestine. <laughs> that's for another show, right? Okay, okay, go on. But this is not going to last forever. And one of these times, you are going to get fucked. You, yes. it's going to happen. You're going to get screwed over. People are going to take your money. Life to get fucked one time. No, so, <laughs> so here's the thing. Evan, late. Thank God, pulls his money. Then he goes, oh, if I would have left it in, it would have been worth this much now. And I'm like, you can't live your life like that. You just, you can't because you would have, could have, should have. It's just yeah. like, I'm sorry. The amount of money you banked, Evan, Evan's like, we're like, move out West. Come here. He's like, if I, I gotta find a job. I'm like, you have a job. You're a shit coin day trader. You sh- and you're shady as fuck. Okay, <laughs> that's your fucking job now. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm with it, but what do you I have, have that studio money? you put together? Grab all your shit, pack it up, bring all that purple lighting, and fucking come out west. Buddy, I will pay you to pet my cats. That's oh, how rich Jesus, you are right dude. now, dude. There's not enough money in the world for that shit. You need Jesus rubber gloves. Christ. How, how many minutes into you moving in, Neff is walking around with a <laughs> fucking robe on petting cats. Wearing a fucking a jock strap from in 1989. Yeah. Popped a blue chew two hours ago. I can't wait to try this blue chew stuff out. <laughs> so Evan killed... Of all kills, at the point on this show, Evan has the biggest kill of all the kills. Oh, by 100%, far. 100%. He also has the biggest balls because he's playing some fucking major uh, risk. So I will give it up to you for throwing your balls on the table and doubling down. You effectively doubled down four times. But as you know, a friend and as a mentor, which I think you can call me at this point. I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. Jesus um, Christ. <laughs> You just, put I him, don't, you just put him back like five years. I don't. I I don't think we can uh, recommend you doing this ever again. That was that's scary. No, I think you should keep going, but it's like I'm not it's gonna... like it's better to walk away with something yes. than walk away with nothing. And you don't want to be the one stuck holding the bag. No, no. Yeah, I'm, that's I've already. Thing. Yeah, I've already told you guys I'm not gonna like go and throw the entire thing at another shit coin. Like I'm gonna just take some. Live, I'll, I'll take dude. some of it. And yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend some shit, but most of it's gonna be going into savings. LED or, lights. Yeah, LED take your lights. girl to Quiznos. Yep. Let her get no a girl full taking sub. applications. <laughs> how, yeah. Evan, how don't you have a girlfriend, Evan? What uh, is going on? I had a bad You don't know experience. where this kid lives, man. Evan, I swear lives. to God, if I could switch with you right now, I would be putting up with the how fucking women are giving it up now. I would be putting up Wilt Chamberlain numbers <laughs> if wait, I look like you wait, with wait, my mentality. Dude, Evan, just explain to like him why that would be door. Ding dong, next, get in, get yeah. in, let's go. <laughs> I mean, explain to him why that would be impossible. He uh, did. That's why you got to move out west, Evan. Grab that Florida cash, your life. kiss your mom goodbye, and come live with the cat man for a week until you get your own place. Let's do it. You can I'm stay longer. You, you can stay longer than a week, but I'm not gonna take mom and Millie and Sweeter's name off the doors. You have to. Understand. You have to put mine on the door then. No, it'll be next to mom's. It'll say mom and Evan. Okay, right. I can deal with that. 
right, okay. Okay. And maybe with your money, you could buy a uh, fucking old man Howie uh, iron for his fucking shirt. Yo. <laughs> Yo, look and learn, son. Yeah, look, look and learn, learn how hard those nipples are on that ripple tear. <laughs> oh, like you're one to talk, Cuomo tits. <laughs> Cuomo tits. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, a good week for everybody. I mean, we had some ups, we had some downs, but uh, right now, right now I got Tommy G hit me up about Cordero all the Cardano. time. Cardano. Like yeah. I had didn't recommend that weeks ago. Right? Yeah, I mean, I've been yeah. recommending that forever. Yeah, yes. and Howie and I, Howie and I smashed it on our GME calls. Yeah, so it we, was a we great bought week. it. It was a great week. Yeah, we, we a- hit some GME. I actually did the most, I can tell you how unloyal, disloyal I am as an investor because I, I don't like Tesla. I told everybody it's garbage, it's tanking, and it tanked. It tanked. And it will continue to tank. Hey, I'm sorry, I'm- dude. I, I mean, he is getting out. caught in like a lie. I mean, it's going to, yeah, it's going to drop. But I did buy when it hit like uh, five eighty. I bought a dead cat bounce call on it, and it's jumped up like forty points. I'll sell it tomorrow for a nice gain, and then I'm going to sit back because you're right. That thing's going a lot lower. There's no doubt. Elon yeah. Musk is a farce, man. I, I have to give it up. I told Howie, I said, uh, don't dance with the devil. And uh, I was wrong. I wish you would have uh, had some courage of your convictions and dropped those puts. I know. But it is I such a tough trigger to pull. And, I, and I've been there and I bought calls on Tesla and I've been, I, I made money on calls, but I'm still just so hesitant to pull the trigger on a put. Because he can change the market with one fucking tweet one Doge tweet, one Bitcoin tweet, and it's literally, it's just too dangerous for me. But to he's, fuck getting he's getting worse. And he he's getting, getting worse. He is getting worse. And he's, he's getting a lot less. Accountable. Yeah, yeah. People well, I, I, he could be doing that purposefully, dude, because every time he does that, everyone gets upset. And then what <laughs> do they want? They want more regulation, which is how they, they're going to start to control all right. this stuff. Right. Oh, he could be I mean, an agent provocateur, controlled opposition for to, for sure. Yep. And Big on that news, note, um, real quick, on that note, I do want to suck my own dick uh, because I did call Coin when I was recommending to buy Coin because my hunch was Doge was going to get uplisted to Coinbase, and that is a go. They're saying two to three months out, you will be able to buy Doge on Coinbase. So what are you sucking your dick for? Yeah, what, because I, I called it, bitch. Call what? That Doge would get uplisted to Coinbase. That's I don't know be how that's a call, dude. Yeah, that's how like, is that? you know, that? it's you know what? Let me explain to you. It's a call because it wasn't on there, and I said it will get uplisted, and now it is. That that's is a like call. Saying, that's like saying my friend just had a baby. I'm gonna call that that little fucker's gonna walk someday. Yeah, oh, oh, I, I totally agree with Howie on that one. You didn't call nothing, Nostradamus. So how does yeah, that make anyone are, money? How does that make dumbest. anyone money? That's, that's who you are. Okay. Dude. Hey, ding dong. I will explain to you how that makes anyone money. When yeah. you bring on an entire market that wants to buy uh, Doge and they're already on Coinbase, guess what? Now they can buy it. The reverse is true as well. If 
if if Doge is on Coinbase, it's going to bring more people to Coinbase. And once they're there, they're going to be like, oh, I can buy Bitcoin here. I can be Cardano here. It's, I totally it's, disagree. I think I, I, I it may, but Coinbase might be trading at 170 by then. Okay, but hey, ding dong, you've said this before and we already have the bet. So you don't need to keep going there. Our bet is live. Time will tell. I also have a bet on 170 with Cash Daddy's 444. The bets are live. Let's just sit back and wait and see what happens. All right. Sorry to call well, you ding dong twice. That's not me. Yeah, you're having a hard day today, Neff. It's okay. It's okay, dude. Uh, well, a lot of things going on with me. I bought stay. I, I, I like to go on a, a website called Start Engine. It allows you to invest in upstart companies uh, like my football league that <laughs> I'm very proud of. I'm still waiting on my big shirt. I can't wait to get that. Did you get the football yet? Not yet, but it's coming. Don't you worry about that. Can, um, you, can I use your tickets that you're never going to use? Of course you can, dude. Of course you can. So uh, I just bought into a new one that I'm very excited about. Let me find it real quick. Uh, you bought a, another league? No. There's well, like 20 really. different football leagues. I couldn't believe it. I turned on TV the other day. There's like a spring full tilt football league going dude, on. Dude, that's right what now. I'm saying, bro. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that at this part, at this point, um, that I mean, with these with these networks dying for content, man, um, why wouldn't you, uh, dude? If you can have cornhole on TV, why can't you have seven on seven, no pads, no helmet football? That's why the lingerie football team uh, league does well. I mean, they do they do well for other reasons too. I mean, that is actually pretty good football anybody watch that dude no those, those girls are good man they can run catch bounce 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 those girls are solid he means jump yeah they can now, jump. what do you mean by bounce dude we have some they female bounce, listeners man. those girls just seem to bounce they just bounce it's very uncomfortable when you talk like that bro hey it is what it is it is what it is so uh yeah so basically what i've uh what I bought it, I bought uh, some shares stake in is a new social media platform for gamers where they basically can go and talk all their nerd dork stuff. What's it called? Okay, let me find it real quick here. You do Please. everything from your phone, bro? Bro, chill, dude. Oh, it's called PVP. 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 That's Sounds like something on Neff's dick. By the, by the way, I forgot to tell you, I had a dream about you last night, Sam. Oh my God! And welcome it's to the end of Cash Daddy. It's so weird. Welcome to the it end was, of the camp. It was you, me, and Ty Rivera, and we were at a club. Oh my you, God! I'm outnumbered. I, no, and check this out. You had got a synthetic cocaine, and you were like, dude you got to try this. And I'm like, dude, I can't, I'm sober. And you're like, so am I bro, but it's synthetic. It does the same thing that Coke does, but it doesn't fuck up your body. And I was like, let's gack it up. And we were in a restroom stall and then Ty walked in. He's like, what are you guys doing? And we were like synthetic Coke. And he was like, I'm in. And that was it. And then I woke up. You can tell this crypto burns really does. <laughs> I'm just saying, not by just looking at you. <laughs> Which is about thirty percent different than like hey, the last episode. Hey, hey, we've been over this, Grandpa. When we do nine a.m. episodes here, I don't have time to get in the shower and fucking condition the main. 
So yeah. get used to it when I do early morning West Coast episodes. So it's like pvp.com. And basically it's a social media platform for gamers. It's like, kind of, uh, you know, so I think that's a great thing. You know, I mean, we have Twitch right now, but there's going to be somebody else in the market. It's both available for iPhones and Google Play. So that I put some money in that. I like that. I like that thing. I, I like that a lot, dude. So, and yeah. then going back to crypto, Polygon had a good week, man. Yeah. yeah. Polygon had a good week. So, Daddy, once again, correct. So, a lot of my guys it. hit me up on Twitter. Hey, dude, your picks are killing it on the crypto. And yes. for that, I say you're welcome. You are. Yeah. I'm you've been, you've been hot, 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 with, especially with Matic. I mean, Howie, you made money on it, but I think it's gone up another 50% since you've sold. It, it has. I sold at 83 cents. Oh, <laughs> see, that's why Lil E doesn't want to listen to us. I, I bought it at yeah. 34. I listen to you guys on the GME calls too. How'd that work out? Yeah. yeah. I mean, at some point, Lil E, you're going to have to make your own decisions. We're going to have to let you fly. I was going <laughs> to. But no, 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 you did the at, right at that thing. number, Trust Lil E. Okay. Listen, Lil E, where you are at that number, you want to put some money in your, you want to have some money, so you so you can breathe a little bit. Yeah, you're right. You're when right. you got money in the bank, you could play you, or you just have enough investment, you could play a little bit with that. And you're like, fuck, I got money in bank. Do I want to see if I can ride this to a hundred thousand? I'll try it. Because if you lose the forty thousand, it's not going to kill you. But at this point, when you're fucking putting together your assets. Right, you want to kind of you want to pull some money so you got stuff in the bank so you can come and fight another day. That's right. You're right. You can, You're now right. you can relax and make sensible fucking decisions. Yeah, we'll see I mean, how the so, next week goes. <laughs> I mean, so Howie, real quick, one thing you were complaining about is like maybe we're getting too crypto heavy here. Yeah, and we're not yeah. getting in to other. Uh, you know, more traditional, which yeah, is called Boomer. Of, I'm getting tons of DMs. I said it last week. Um, you know, uh, Cash Daddies is an investment po podcast. We just, we're trying to help the normal Joe increase his net worth uh, by paying the least amount of taxes as possible moving forward. So, you know, we're, we're focused on different types of investments, whether it's stocks, bonds, real estate um uh bitcoin which is an important part of it now uh commodities gold silver um so yeah Copper. Uh, Copper my whole point too. is i think we got to get back to basics there i want to have some people on the show that can show us how to start a successful small business that our normal reader can say holy shit you know i live in this part of the country that business would rock here i can start doing that part-time make an extra 30, 40, 50 grand a year, then I can fund my IRA. Maybe I can retire a few years earlier. So yeah, that was definitely my, uh, my concern. I want chicks on the show. While we work and we got my friend, Kayla page, adult yeah. film star. Oh, coming Kayla's on coming on. Kayla has been booked for June 6th. We have Jamie Josta from Hapri next week. And, uh, you know, if you guys have recommend, I mean, we're trying to find only fans on this. There's a lot of female crypto women. We want to, there's supposed we, someone's got to be in charge of booking, by the way, we need, uh, we, maybe Robin could do that. And she could I'm help trying us to get my friend, uh, Clayton Fletcher on before he starts the ESPN world series of poker, because he's, he's on this one. This guy's just 
an unbelievable poker player. He's been in the top tournaments in the world and he's a pretty astute uh, guy. So I'd love to hear what he invests in. All right, guys, we're going to do that. Uh, maybe we'll ask Robin to help us book because uh, it's kind of all over the place. And I know we've had a couple people that we said we're going to book and then we haven't seen them on. So we'll figure that out. But uh, we got a great guest there. It's a, it's an interesting guest for sure. Uh, you want to, you want to introduce you? introduce him i mean uh tell our fans who's coming on chris sure we have richard hart um the uh founder of hex uh which is a coin i think it's currently ranked 203 on market cap so that's going to be an exciting interview to say the least so all right so uh please enjoy this interview with richard okay and uh joining us now uh very excited to have this guest on the show um is the owner of hex Richard Hart, everybody. Welcome to the show. How are you, Richard? Owner, I just sit around. Yeah. I founded it, though. How's it yeah, going? Yeah, really okay. Well. <laughs> I oh, give you one shot this, Neff, and you already <laughs> fucked it up. So, I owner. mean, <laughs> owner. Owner, yeah, and founder. He's creator. What? Elon doesn't own Tesla? Yeah, but no. that's totally different. He doesn't. He only um, owns, he owns 22%. Public owns Tesla, Neff. Jesus, what have you learned? Oh Fuck it. You're not starting Dude, it over. And you've been going to those online intro classes too that oh, obviously have not been working. Well, neither do the fucking online analogy classes that don't <laughs> that nobody understands around. Anyways, here. Richard, sorry about that. That was his oh, first good. time and All last right, time So Richard, you guys. yeah, let me let me back up. Here's the thing. I've watched tons of interviews with uh you. Hold on, man. Hold on. I let me get Hold into on. it, man. Stop. Richard, real quick, for those who don't know you, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? That's and, exactly and your what point. I was going to say. No, you weren't going say. to Yes, I you was. Weren't, you weren't. Do you weren't. Richard, sorry about that. He's new to It's this. all good. I don't even, you know, it's weird. Like, usually I see desktop audio monitor movement. I don't see that on you guys. My audience might just be hearing me, which would be a laugh. So if you guys want to watch their stuff, it's coming out. What's your channel, guys? Like after you do your post-production stuff? So Cash Daddy's podcast on YouTube or on Twitter, Instagram, or on all all socials. So, All right. Sweet. So who am I? Uh, I'm Richard Hart. I'm a retired serial entrepreneur, but I mean, my retirement looks a lot like hard work to other people. I used to have 115 employees in the States. I had a mortgage company, sex toy store, miracle cleaner, cash events business. Started my first business out of my front yard doing car stereo equipment. Hired my friends, learned how to do search engine optimization, could get sites, you know, up the top of search rankings. Uh, basically sold it all, left the States, tried, started traveling the world, headed down to Panama, got the crap robbed out of me. And then I was like, all right, so that's how the third world works. Oops. And then uh, just did Europe, Australia, Middle East, you name it. You know, lived in a hotel five years, traveling everywhere. Have you While been accused traveling? of murder on the way? Like no. The well, actually style. on the internet, sure. Well, what's Richard, funny is, Richard, have yeah. you ever seen anybody point shave any games at any point? I don't. I don't really watch sports, man. Like, I don't. Okay. I don't bet on sports. I've never Chris bet on a game in my life. Favorite question. I was going to ask him, just so you know. But thanks for making it easy yeah. on me. Richard, I, if you asked me on. to describe to you the point spread, I'd be like, uh, over under. Uh, I'm not really sure on this stuff. No. <laughs> this is crazy. I actually thought you were from England. I was like, this guy's oh. going to sound like fucking John Lennon. I'm from Miami, man. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right. I mean, Top of the morning since, to you, mate. 
Oh my god! <laughs> Shit! Oh man! I thought we had yeah. Mick Jagger on here this morning. I was like, <laughs> Bro, do you know how old Mick Jagger is? I was watching Time is on our, it's on my side, and the shit was in black and white, and it was shot in '64. And I'm like, wow, uh, I didn't even know rock and roll was this badass in 1964. That's fucking 60 years ago, man. Yeah, the '60s were amazing, and Jesus. I had, uh, I had yeah, the coke, uh, Tommy the coke Chong on my show. Then. I had Tommy Chong on my show, and he he was like. Everybody thinks Mick Jagger is a great dancer. He's he was just trying to do James Brown and he couldn't dance and he just went with it, right? Confession right. time. Confession time. I rented Mick Jagger a bicycle 15 years ago and I yeah. sniffed, sniffed the seat after I got it back. Okay, I respect that honesty, dude. So <laughs> you know now, right now Richard's like, why am I Mick on Jagger the has show no right tattoos. now? What's no that? Tattoos? No, Mick Jagger doesn't have any tattoos. He had one fake tattoo for one video. It was his like circus tour in the seventies, like seventy three. He doesn't oh, have any tats. Neither neither does uh, the guitarist from the Stones. Anyway, yeah, some of us want to go to heaven, Richard. I don't have any either. Yeah. Keith Richards has a couple because I uh, I had he? coffee with him two two years ago on a park uh, bench in the village, and he looks hundred and six years old in real life. <laughs> I might have mixed it up with a drummer or something. I don't know. I'm not an expert on him. I just so. So Richard, real quick, uh, yeah. I have been following, you know, I've been in crypto for a little while, you know, I mean, I, I was getting into Bitcoin kind of when it was worth a couple grand. Um, right. And then, you know, there's these fans of your crypto that love your crypto hacks. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, for the longest time, I, I, I was trying to figure out how to get into it. I finally did. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about hacks? Well, sure. Um, right now, everyone spends their entire life working for made up fake electronic money that in the United States we call dollars. And the purchasing power of those dollars have gone down 95% since, I don't know, the 70s when it jumped off the gold standard and we defaulted on our Bretton Woods agreement. Anyway, I could, ex I could explain to you the history of money, but what matters is that if you have savings or you make a wage, you're being robbed every single day of every single year through inflation. Nobody wants your money that you worked hard for because they can just get newly printed money that went through the hands of rich people that weren't you. So any, you know, they say like, uh, the consumer price index and inflation is only like two and a half percent bullshit. You want to buy a Rolex? They're all sold out. This watch costs a hundred thousand dollars, but from the factory, it only costs 50,000. Why does it cost twice from the factory? Cause everyone's so rich now they bought up all the supply and they only make about 40,000 total across the whole company per year. Rolex makes a million, Patek makes like 40,000. So it, you know, houses, a lot of places, all-time highs. Stock market, all-time highs. Dow Jones Industrial, all-time highs. NASDAQ, all-time highs. Cars, all-time highs. Everything is at all-time high prices. And then if you start to think like, what do I as a rich guy want to buy? I want to buy the other shit that just all went up. And so you didn't actually get ahead of the game. If you bought the S&P 500 and the S&P 500 doubled, but everything you want to buy 3X'd, you're down you lost money. So because of this artificially cheap credit creating this boom and bust cycle, everyone is chasing yield to just to try and stay even. Because if it's sitting in your bank, you can't buy anything with it next year. If it's sitting in your wage, they don't increase your wage very often. They don't increase your wages at the, at the rate that the money depreciates. So there's this huge opportunity to replace the shitty fake electronic money the government prints all day, every day, that they just, they give you a little bit at the end. Here's 1200 bucks. I hope you're okay with that. By the way, your job's canceled. Um, so 
electronic money from the people, by the people, open source, peer-to-peer uh, value storage technology is the highest appreciating asset class that's ever existed. Well, you real quick, bought- real quick, before you get into that, w- w- what's really going on, it's even worse now, is fractional reserve banking, which has been that, and this is the most brilliant shit ever, if, if you're from the banker's point of view, which is super diabolical, which is they, at one point, they could, they could loan out $10 for every $1 that they had in the bank. Okay. And it's Mm -hmm. like the most brilliant scheme ever because what they've basically been able to do these bankers is basically play monopoly and take funny money and buy everybody off. They have Mm -hmm. bribed everybody from the top to the bottom with fake money that they printed out out of uh, thin air. Now what makes it even crazier is that last year, they made a new rule. You don't even need to have that dollar in the bank. Now you can just loan out money as much as you want. Fake, made up money. And why does the bank do this? So they make these mortgages. You get a mortgage with the bank, right? It's under some shady uh, you know, terms. You get, you get it. And all of a sudden, they loan you this fake money they just wrote out of nowhere. Just made it up, right? Oh, here's a, here, oh, here's a go buy, buy the house. There you go. So you, you get this mortgage. All of a sudden, you're a little bit behind. You're trying to get it go. You're trying to keep up. All of a sudden, you default on your mo- mortgage. This bank that has given out fake money now takes back in return a real asset. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're doing. You are competing with people that have unlimited fake money. And that's how they destroyed the dollar. When, when Nixon took us off, because we were printing so much money, Nixon, Nixon took us off the gold standard and put us on Saudi oil, petrodollars, which basically made, you know, unli- there's unlimited Saudi oil. They no so longer like, had to worry about gold. The, the important thing to understand is that economists are all broke, wrecked plebs that aren't rich and don't hire people and basically suck for the most part. If they actually knew what was going on, they'd all be rich just by betting on the future using options or futures. And then they would all be insanely rich because they could just predict the future, but none of them know what's going on and they're wrecked. So who are the actual richest people in the world recently? Well, the recent uh, most wealthy people in the world are software people. Why? Because printing money out of thin air with electrons and copies of a software product or digits in a, in a ledger and a distributed database like Bitcoin has roughly infinite profit margin, roughly no like strong bared entry because it's very hard to do this stuff. So, you know, if you had bought Bitcoin 10 years ago at a penny, you would be up 6.2 million X, 6.5 million X this year. So a couple, uh, like a month or two ago, it was $65,000. It's $50,000 now. If you bought Hex a year and a half ago on January 5th, you would be up over a thousand X your money right now. So if you put in $10, you would have 10,000. And that's before staking. That's before interest. Now, these numbers seem impossible to you, but in, in cryptocurrency, they're, they're very common, actually. I mean- just to be clear, if you don't mind, can you talk to us about Hex? Because essentially sure. what you've created is a CD in the cryptosphere mm-hmm. um, and you're staking at different levels, I believe, uh, 5, 10, 15, up to 5,555 so, yeah. 5, days. Yeah, that that's correct? the max. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's the maximum, yeah. 
So if you, if you say, you know what, I don't like the unfair system with the banks and the banksters and the terrible hours and the closing all the ATMs, closing all the locations, trying to kill cash, destroy our security, destroy our privacy, make us beg to spend our own money, make us beg to be able to transact with other people. It's basically slavery. It's disgusting. And if you want to replace those assholes with a better system, you have to replace all their products. Bitcoin tried to be peer-to-peer digital currency. It failed entirely. It instead became something more valuable, which is a store of value. So you can buy your coffee with uh, fiat in your bank. You can use PayPal. You can use all these things that are cheap to transact in. But then you just take one giant wire from your savings account, from your cryptocurrency, which went up 6 million X, or in Hex's terms, like 1,200 X in the last year and a half before staking, maybe 1,600 with staking. And then you just spend that stuff. I mean, why would you want to spend your good money anyway? You want to keep your good money, that's the goose that's laying the golden eggs, and spend the crappy money that's just being devalued all the time. So Bitcoin tried to be a peer-to-peer digital currency. It didn't succeed at all. The fees are too high. The throughput is too low. It has no retail exception. Basically, Elon Musk accepted it for like a month or two to buy Tesla, and he just said, no, now I won't accept it anymore. Because even though he's a rocket scientist, he just, just today noticed it uses electricity. He just today noticed that. Good news is I have what he wants. He wants a cryptocurrency that doesn't waste electricity and destroy the environment. I actually have that. It's called Pulse Chain, and it's a, a new coin that you know the on-ramping phase should launch in the next few days. And it's a fork of Ethereum that uses proof of stake instead of proof of work. So you're not paying miners to destroy the environment. It's going to create thousands of new cryptocurrencies on launch that are copies of everyone else's. So if you've got an ERC-20 like Hex, you're going to get a copy of all your Hex on this new chain. And it's going to be basically free to transact on. Whereas on Ethereum right now, it could cost you $50 to send it somewhere, which really sucks. Just on, uh, touching on the fork, uh, mm-hmm. I, I, I've been doing a little research on this. What's going to happen when it forks? If I own Hex and then it forks, mm-hmm. am I going to have two different, different Hexes? Yep. At that point? Yes, you are. Yes, okay. you are. Got the it. market will find out which, which one it decides is worth more. You know, um, I tend to think that uh, paying $1,000 to end a stake because Ethereum raised their fees so many times. It's not just, Ethereum didn't just get more popular and therefore more expensive. The developers in Ethereum actually changed how much it costs in gas to read from disk. And because we're a real application with real business logic that's innovative, the first of its kind in the world, the time deposit on the blockchain, you know, we read from disk. We need to know what, the, what days you were staked for and how, what percentage of ownership you were those days and your shares to credit you, your amount that you're owed. And uh, they raised that cost to do that math by 12-fold over two years. And then that multiplies by the increase in gas cost. And you're just like, okay, this is just silly. Like you guys, you can't just, so, you know, it's have being on a, on a new chain is going to make everything so much more beautiful because all that money you give the miners, they just use it to destroy the environment and sell Let the price down. Let me ask you something about that real quick. Cause mm-hmm. I'm not quite grasping how we're destroying the environment doing this because sure. from Elon Musk, who owns an electric car company is mm-hmm. telling me that the electricity used to mine this is going to destroy the environment. I don't understand how that is well, happening. I, well, it sounds paid. to me like a way to just get dumb people to pull their money out of crypto so that these giant whales can lower the value of all these cryptos and come in and buy up all of it. 
Mm, no, he's looking for, so he's very, he, his tweet was very clear. I can no longer support Bitcoin because it's destroying the environment. I'm looking for cryptocurrencies that don't destroy the environment. He didn't just say, hey, Bitcoin sucks. He said, hey, Bitcoin sucks. And I'm trying to switch to something that's better. And we already have better. You know, when Bitcoin was the first cryptocurrency that was ever invented, that was 10, 11 years ago. It was 2009. It's 2021 now. So it was roughly, you know, 11 and a half years ago that it was invented. Progress has been made. We know proof of stake works now because all proof of work is, is proof of stake and electricity bills and mining hardware manufacturers that are in weird countries. When's the last time you talked to someone that actually mines Bitcoin? I got a buddy in Iceland. He does it. I, I cool. met one yeah. guy in uh, right. at this crypto uh, convention. Yeah. So, so the to so in totality, you guys know two people that mine it and what percentage of the, of the network. And how can you have good social consensus when the miners aren't even on Twitter saying anything? You know, I've got 69,200 followers on, on Twitter at twitter.com slash Richard Hart And you know what number of miners talks to me about, you know, hey, we're thinking of supporting this fork and not, none of them, none of them. So the people that are in charge of the network don't communicate with you. They're all in China. They don't speak English. They have a history of supporting forks that have tried to attack Bitcoin and pretend they were the real Bitcoin, but they weren't. And they sell the coins priced down. They don't buy coins, they sell coins. They buy electricity and mining hardware and pollution. And if you can get all the benefits of censorship resistance without all of that negative externality bullshit with these guys dumping the price to pollute the environment, why wouldn't you do that? And many coins have. I can, I can tell you 10 different coins that have never been hacked, that don't have proof of work and everything works fucking great. Well, how is it in bad for the environment? That's my question. Yeah, that's a huge oh, sure. question. Like when you say oh, miners well, and you can't get in touch with the miners, I'm thinking they must be so far down in the earth they don't get reception on their fucking cell phones. That's a different show. <laughs> We're not talking hollow earth on here, Howie. I know you love that subject, okay? But so, uh, my question is, my question is, how is this hurting the environment? Sure. Yeah. So in order, in order to, all Bitcoin is, is an Excel spreadsheet on the internet that requires your password to spend money. And it inflates about 1.8% a year to some people to defend that network to make sure you don't double spend your money and cheat. And what does double spending look like? Double spending says, I'm going to spend my money two places at once. And neither of you is going to know that I already spent it. And then boom, the ledger is going to show, oh, he spent twice at once. Oh, you guys are both screwed. So how do we stop people from double spending with their passwords? We use timestamping. And what is timestamping? Mining. Bitcoin mining actually just means timestamping. And how do we know that the transactions that you said were valid at this time were the only real transactions and you won't change your, your story later? So what we do is we make you spend a shitload of money in electricity so that you can only vote once. And then that has to be true. And then the next people build on top of what it cost you a shitload to say was the truth. And, and so proof of work is proof of waste by design so that you can trust that what people are saying is accurate and true. Now, if you didn't have proof of work and it wasn't expensive to make statements, then you could make infinite statements about what transactions occurred. And then you could, you could make infinite money, right? You're like, oh, this block was valid and that block's valid and this block's valid. And it's just like voting at your government. You only get one vote in an election because if you got infinite votes, Everyone would get NFO votes and it wouldn't work, right? 
So this highly expensive concept of knowing what is true by making someone pay a shitload to issue a statement, that's what proof of work is, but you can just replace all of the electricity bills and mining hardware bullshit with having to hold a certain amount of costly supply of a coin. And then you're enriching the holders of the coin instead of the fucking electricity companies that have to pollute. And then because these guys don't have to pay for those negative externalities, you have superior price performance. So proof of stake is a wonderful solution to proof of work and has no fucking negative externalities in regards to paying miners to dump the price to pollute the environment. Oh, by the way, here's the worst part. So let's say you got a trillion dollars, which Bitcoin is worth a trillion dollars. And you want to defend that trillion dollar network against 51% attacks, which is people saying, you know, hey, I spent my money. Just kidding. I'm spending it again. Just kidding. I'm spending it again. Because look, I control the network. I have 51% of the mining power. I can tell, I can say whatever happened is whatever I want it to be. I can just keep spending my same money and over and over again because I control the ledger. That okay. that 51% attack shit that everyone's scared about, it it gets shut down by social consensus anyway. Because the people that run the exchanges that turn your crypto into cash, they're going to see, hey, wait a second. We just paid this guy a lot of money. How is he spending the same coins again? And they, and they would just block your address. And so if you ever even try to do a 51% attack, we're going to see it on the network and we're going to just fork your coins away and we're not going to let you get away with it. And you're only going to be able to screw the first couple of people. So basically so the pollution, the pollution, the environment pollution comes in from just too much electricity being used. Well, yeah. And, and the higher the value of the network is. So there's this math theory that the cost to mine gold will approximate the value of the gold because people compete. The cost to mine a Bitcoin will approximate the value of a Bitcoin because people compete until margins don't exist anymore. And what that means is the more expensive a Bitcoin is, the more pollution will be created to defend that Bitcoin network. Because the only thing Bitcoin, so people don't understand how stupid Bitcoin is. Bitcoin has two functions, literally, as a piece of software, has two functions. One, send coins. Okay, and where do I get the coins from? The other function, mint inflation by, by burning electricity. Those are the only two functions it has. Mint new coins from inflation and send them. And that's it. That's all the functions. So if, you know, if you can get rid of the one that destroys the environment, it's just, it's just fucking obviously better. Now, when you say environment, are we talking about the world we live in or the environment of crypto? Yeah, like trees. Uh, trees. Are we talking about the, the structure of digital currency? I'm, I'm talking about uh, your quality of air that you breathe. So a large portion of Bitcoin mining is done through renewable energy near hydroelectric dams because they have extra excess capacity they can't use. And so instead of just letting water dump past the, the turbines, they let the water go through the turbines, generate the extra electricity, give it to the Bitcoin miners. But anytime there's a flood in China, the Bitcoin hash rate drops 30 or 40% because all of the mining is done in China, which by the way, is the opposite of decentralization. It's not exactly the perfect place that you would want for, for your governance, right? Because the Chinese government could just make Bitcoin illegal there. And just like, oh, if you mine a Bitcoin, we'll kill you. They could do that. And so it's not the ideal place to have a censorship resistant network where there's a, the most censored internet in the entire world. Um, so Bitcoin was the first try at digital currency. It failed. Now we've made improvements in throughput. We've made improvements in security. We've made improvements in functions. Like with mine, you get, if you lock up your funds for longer, you get paid more. That doesn't exist in Bitcoin. You can lock your funds. You're not going to get paid anything. You're just not going to be able to spend your money. So, so we have all this innovation. Let me ask you about that because, mm -hmm. um, first of all, 
your your product and you yourself are extremely polarizing. If I walk into anybody I know in crypto, they're going to say, no, 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 this is this is just my opinion. It just, just drives me crazy because it shows I, I that I'm right and they're wrong. Right. And I understand like, how you, why you'd feel that way. But I have friends personally that are all in on your product, their entire yeah. life savings. And okay. they'll tell me why they're interested in it. And then I have yeah. people that I talk to and they say, I cannot get into this because of one problem. And that's the origin address. So right. can you address that for sure. us? Because that seems okay. to be the, the, the bulk of where the criticism yep. comes through with yep. your product. Yep. Let me tell you how stupid people are. Okay. People think that they're smarter than me and people think that they understand markets, but they're all fucking broke. And I retired 20 fucking years ago. I retired in 2003. Now it's uh, 2021. I retired 18 fucking years ago in my 20s because I'm a goddamn genius. So I'm going to tell you things about the market that no other fucking person is going to tell you because I'm the only person spreading the idea. Okay. So let's look real quick at the most successful endeavors in the history of mankind, businesses and governments. Okay. Businesses and governments. Who controls businesses and governments? Usually one fucking guy. Or reptilians. There you go. So it's, it's always one fucking guy who can launch the nukes and, and end the planet. One fucking guy. Okay. Now, how has that worked out for everyone? Well, it's worked out really, really, really well. So is Amazon primarily owned and controlled by one motherfucker? Yes, it is. How does the price chart look? Up and to the right forever. Okay. Is Facebook owned and controlled by basically one motherfucker? Yes. He doesn't even if from buy shares. <laughs> if you buy Facebook shares, you don't even get voting rights. So the most successful endeavors ever in the history of mankind are strongly centralized in ownership and strongly enter, uh, centralized in control. But what do the dumb, wrecked, fucking broke pleb cocksuckers out there think makes things valuable? Decentralization. I want decentralization. Okay, well, uh, where do you have that? Do you have it in Bitcoin? No, you don't. 42% of all fucking Bitcoin sits in 2000 addresses. What? Yeah. Go Google Bitcoin rich list. And then God if you go through like any other fucking cryptocurrency that has shown thousands of X performance, you find insanely high centralization. Now, do you want to know why that's good for price? Because all you broke pleb motherfuckers out there that want to sell for Lambos and shit. I ain't got no Lambo. I know people in hex that sold hex for Lambos. I don't have a fucking Lambo. So that guy there, everyone's bro. Hexagons have so much. I just somebody just bought another forty thousand dollar gold fucking Rolex. I just barely have a better watch than him. He's just random hex user number fifty fucking million whatever. So it, the reason that whales are so fucking awesome for the ownership class of all assets is because they don't have to sell. They're already fucking rich. They can't spend the money they have. But you broke pleb motherfuckers that just got rich. You're gonna sell like shit. So even in Hex, right? There's some guy we call the Godwill. There might be two of them. I'm not sure if they're related or not. This fucker's got 100,000 Ethereum. Ethereum's 4,000 bucks. He's got $400 million sitting in an address. He fucking loves Hex. He has bought that Hex price up like a motherfucker. Do you know how many broke wreck plebs I got to find an on-ramp to equal one Godwill at 400 million fucking sitting there? It's, it's insane. So stupid people who've been broke their whole fucking lives try and tell you why they think prices go up in markets and they're literally opposite, opposite correct. Decentralization is useful in the network infrastructure for censorship resistance and censorship resistance is the only thing 
that makes blockchains worthwhile. Otherwise, they're the world's most extensive, shittiest, slowest databases. The only thing you should ever use a blockchain for is censorship resistance. And so decentralization on the network side is valuable. But on the ownership side, it's not fucking valuable at all. And by the way, even if you thought Bitcoin was decentralized, why the fuck does the price drop 85% every three years? Dun, dun, dun. Because a bunch of emergently selling wrecked plebs equals a bunch of fucking sell orders to the order book. The order book doesn't care the person's name on the sell order. It just sees the sell orders. So I show you the truth. I show you the facts and I'm right and they're wrong. And this exists everywhere. This isn't just in price. I know more about this market and about business than anyone else in this fucking industry, which is why I am always right and they are always wrong. So question, is your product a security then? A security as defined by the Security and Exchange Commission in the United States is when people put money into a common pool with the expectation of profit solely from the work of others. And then they add on new shit later. And they're like, well, also, if there may be critical managerial or entrepreneurial effort, now, critical means if somebody doesn't do some shit, it all breaks and stops. Hex is more decentralized than almost anything else on, in cryptocurrency. If I die and Hex.com goes offline, it doesn't fucking matter because you can use the code through a bunch of different front ends or you can write your own front end. You can go to apphex.win, different maintainer, different code base, different everything. I have nothing to do with it. You can go to uh, staker.app. You can go to hardhex.xyz which is his ledger integration from the same guy that did apex.win. You can use backuphex.com. You can use etherscan.io, write contract function. A bunch of other projects in DeFi. Those guys go away, everything stops. Uh, Chainlink, price oracles, that's just some guy's server that he runs. He turns his server off, your shit goes down. There's nothing like that in Hex, which is why we've had 100% uptime since launch. You know how many things have been down or hacked? KuCoin, hacked. Binance, hacked. OKX founders arrested, BitMEX founders arrested, Hotbit down for weeks, Ravencoin, 5% inflation bug, hackers minted 5%, sold it on market, XLM, inflation bug, Monero, inflation bug, Bitcoin, inflation bug. You know what inflation bug means? It means you can mint as many free coins as you want. Bitcoin, two inflation bugs. Hex, perfect, 100% uptime. The fucking best. Like you can't, how can we do better? 1,000x price performance, 100% uptime since launch. 300,000 Bitcoin was used to mint their, mint their uh, hex for free in the contract. Nobody lost anything. Just absolutely perfect. By the way, best logo, best brand name, best URL. Can't misspell it. It's fucking amazing. Any hexagon you see in the world, you're going to think of my product. A lot of hexagons out there. You like honey? You like bees? It's just fabulous, dude. Talk to us about the, um, the penalties for early withdrawal. Because obviously, if I go to a bank, and I put my money into a CD, I'm going to get three and a half percent. And if I go break that contract, they're going to charge me, you know, for the early withdrawal fee. What are sure. your early withdrawal fees? Because I've heard mixed on this. And I've also yep. heard that they scale up they do. closer to the expiry of the contract. Well, down actually. So it's really simple. I just copied the parameters from the bank. So how much, how much extra interest do you, so I knew there's $7.2 trillion in time deposits in the United States and China. What parameters do they use to get so many people to put so much money in? They pay you about 20% extra interest per extra year that you lock. And so we just copied that parameter. You're going to get 20% more shares for every extra year you lock up to a maximum of 10 years. Because we don't want people to be able to make so many long stakes that it leaves no meat on the bone for the short guys anymore. Right now, the average stake length in hacks is basically Nobel Prize winning five and a half years. Well, why do I say Nobel Prize winning? You buy a bond, you can sell it. You buy a house, you can sell it. You stake your hacks for 15 years, you can't get out. You're in. 
I've never seen any product ever in the history of man where people it's the watch mafia so many of crypto. Well, you know, with a thousand X price performance, if you don't stake, you don't have to stake. But if you want the extra 40% per year payout, if you're an average length staker, 37% currently, or if you want 60%, if you stake 10 years and longer, and if you want, you know, 20%, if you maybe stake a year, then, and by the way, this is before USD appreciation. This is just you making extra hex that multiplies by the USD appreciation, which is just insane. So like just if, give, if me, I give me a, for instance, what's the APY if I, uh, if I stake for one year? Uh, I mean, I'm going to guess like 15 to 17%. Okay. So I'm not an expert on here's, that. Here's what I find interesting. Mm -hmm. I can go on cake right now on mm -hmm. pancake swap and they're, mm -hmm. they're saying they can offer me like 89% APY. And yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's a trick. So what is the so, trick? Because we have a lot of people that, uh, that, that are, you know, our readers that are saying I'm staking right. on cake and I'm getting like 89%. <laughs> so they don't understand what's really happening in an automated market maker system. You have what is called impermanent loss. So on these, on these systems like Uniswap, pancake swap, sushi, all these, you know, bank all this bullshit. Bancor, you can provide single-sided, but all these other ones are dual-sided. You put up, let's say, let's say you put up $100 of USDC and you put up $100 of X. And now you're providing $200 of liquidity and you're making APY in that. If you did that in HEX right now, you're making about 150% APY. You can look up those numbers very easily by going to uniswap.info, clicking V2 up in the top right, type HEX, and it's going to show you that you can make about 200% APY per year providing liquidity on the ETH, uh, ETH hex pair or about 150% a year on the USD hex pair. Okay, USDC. and real quick, and real quick, because we're going to do an ad here. Sure. But Go just ahead. to follow that up, if I'm in a one-year uh, contract and I break it, what are my penalties with hex? Extremely, if you, if you serve half your time, you will only lose your interest. You will not lose your penalty. And that applies for any time frame. Okay, if but you what if I your... don't serve half my time? then it starts to eat into your principal. If you have a short stake, it doesn't hurt that bad. If you have a long stake, you could nuke your account to nothing. But give me because like it's a number, based. I guess is my question. What, I'm, what, I'm, you, what you kind can, of penalty You can just looking? go to staker.app and they have an end stake penalty calculator and you could put other people's addresses in there and it'll tell you what your end stake penalty is. It's basically, it just has a minimum of 90 days. So no matter how long your stake length is, you're gonna get a 90 day penalty. And then if you serve half your time, you're not gonna get any, any penalty, you'll just lose your interest. It's a penalty, but you're not getting hit in principle. So, and then if you, if you didn't serve half your time, you are going to get hit by principle and you're only going to get hit in the ratio of the extra bonus shares you got. So if you, you know, if you fucked everybody over and said, Hey, I'm going to fucking stake for 15 years. So I'm going to take a bunch of extra shares and dilute everybody else. And then you don't do what you said you would. It's called the truth engine. Oh, you didn't do what you said you were going to do. So you wanted to fuck everybody over and dilute them and then not actually do what you said you would do and stay locked. So is then it the it same looks, at five years? Am I, do I have to serve half my time? It's based on how long time? you committed. Yeah, if, as long as you serve half, you'll always get your principal back. It's based on how long you committed. So the more you fuck the system and the bigger the lie you told, the larger your penalty. The less you fuck the system, the smaller the lie you told, the lesser penalty is. Real, so quick, before we, real quick before we move on, mm -hmm. you're saying if you stake, if you have, leave it in for half the time, you, you get your principal back. If you emergency last, and stake, yes. Last question. If I put my money into a, a CD... It's mm -hmm. FDIC insured. The yep. bank goes bankrupt, whatever. The mm -hmm. government gives me that money no matter what. What not do you really. have as far as insurance? It's not actually how that works. 
So FDIC insurance actually has some caveats and some limits. I believe it is only good for one to three accounts. You can't just spread it out on as many accounts as you want. Well, it's, it's good for uh, it's good for a CD if the bank goes up. Like I've well, seen it happen. The, um, I'm telling you that there's caveats. I'm telling you the caveats. It only goes up to 300k. It used to be 100k. They raised it to 300k, and I think it only applies to one account, but maybe a maximum of three. And anything over that, you do get fucked. Yeah. So it used if, to be, if, well, half a million on the CDs. That's what it used. Okay. To be. Guys, real well, quick, we got to jump yeah. in because we got to sure, sell, sell some fucking dick pills here. Guys, listen Damn. to me, man. Today's show is brought to you by our good friends at Blue Chew. That's right. American-made products for American men to drop American hammer on ladies or dudes, whatever you're into. We don't judge Chris and F here, okay? Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in a chewable form. That's right, man. You can even crush it up and snort it. That's how verse Blue Chew is, okay? Blue Chew's table, tablets help men uh, achieve harder, stronger erections to combat all forms of ED. Blue Chew is an online prescription service. So no visits to the doctor's office. Fuck that noise. No awkward conversations. Hey, I can't get it up. And no waiting in line at the pharmacy. It's shipped right to your house, bro, in a discreet package not me i have fucking laser light shows when that show package shows up because everyone on the block knows it's fucking hammer time okay why do you have to give me shit for fucking using a blue chew by myself that's, i don't that's what I'm, i don't i yeah. just get worried for your cats that's all okay hey, if the i want to walk around my house simple. An, if i want to walk around my house for a day and a half with a rock bone <laughs> that's my right. All right, man. As long as that's an American made Bluetooth rock bone, that's all that matters. Okay. Sign up at bluetooth.com, consult one of their licensed medical providers. And once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. Bluetooth licensed medical providers work with you to find the, the right ingredients and strength for your prescription. Okay. So this is what you're going to do. All right. If you want some Extra, you want the benefit from extra confidence when it comes time to perform. Visit bluechew.com for more details. Again, we got a special deal for our listeners. Okay, the readers. That's right. Try Blue Chew free when you use the promo code CASH to check out. Just pay $5 shipping. That's bluechew.com promo cash to receive your first month free. And thank you for Blue Chew for sponsoring this very in-depth conversation and thank you for my personal armrest for the last two days <laughs> guys so let's get back into this yep i mean look this shit's real simple right you buy it the number goes up you get rich as fuck and then everyone yells at you and tells you it's a scam that's how it goes and that goes for anything by the way do you know where all this yield comes from do you, do you think companies are actually that much more profitable than they used to be? Do you think ha houses are that much better than they used to be? No, they just keep printing money from thin air at the Fed. And so the prices of everything has to go up and some things just go up more. So cryptocurrency just is, it just goes up more than everything else. And, it, and it, if, it, if it makes a big enough impact in the world, it can really change man's relationship to government because they're not going to be able to just go to war for free anymore. They got to pass a war tax to go to war. No one's going to say yes to that shit. You'll have a lot less war. You'll have a lot less misinvestment and mall investment. You'll have a lot less inflation. Peer-to-peer -peer made up digital money is better than government made up digital money. I don't know. They've been going to war for a few thousand years now. Forever. So let me ask you a question. The big talk right now, uh, you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist and mm -hmm. we're seeing this real push. I mean, like, 
you know, we got young Evan here who like is at the age he should be working at Subway. He's banking like fat cash playing this game because he's really good at finding these digital currencies and like going deep, deep, deep into the fringes of digital currency and finding money. My and boy's smashing me, shit coins is what he's saying. He's great at smashing shit coins. He's got to wash his dick after, but it doesn't matter because he's ma- he's stacking fat dollars, okay? But the point is, there's a real chance for a lot of people to make money in this. And I think this scares a lot of people. So do you feel like there, from the mainstream press, there is a PR campaign to kind of digit to scare people off a of digital currency. I mean, one thing sure. we're hearing right now is that uh, all these coins are going to be gone. Uh, we, um, Chris Neff has a friend who's so retarded. He thinks digital currency is going to be gone in 20 years. Hey, I mean, he's he, your friend too. That's he Matt is Walker. my friend. But after he said that we're now just acquaintances. Okay. But the point <laughs> is, is that it, there's this real concerted concentrated campaign to uh, demonize uh, digital currency. What's your thoughts on that? There's a concerted campaign to demonize everything because that's the only thing that gets people to click. So if it if it's nice and happy, you know, if it's nice weather and there's happy dogs running in fields and shit, and they put that on the newspaper, no one's buying it. They only buy it bleeds it leads, you know, polarizing bullshit. And they will be right eventually. So the S and P 500 did crash during COVID. Oh my God, it crashed. And now it made new all-time highs. And Bitcoin did crash in 2017. It went down 85%. And now it made new all-time highs. And Hex has crashed four or five times, 75 plus percent. And look, now it's up a thousand X. And so if you, if you just focus as, as a pessimist on one event in a short period of time, you will be left behind by all markets. So if you zoom out and look at the entirety of the chart, the charts for anything that has product market fit are basically up and to the right, period, because they're all charting versus the dollar and the dollar is having the living crap printed out of it. So all the charts are going to be up and to the right because of that. I mean, it's this simple. People, people say like, oh, you know, oh, well, let me say this. Cryptocurrency will crash again. And in hacks, price volatility is a feature. It's not a bug. So people that buy tops and sell bottoms, when they get wrecked, when they lose money, who do you think gets that money? the people that bought bottoms and sold tops. That's a feature and it works that way in every single market. So if you're a trader, you're gonna get wrecked, you're gonna lose all your money, no matter what market you're playing. Who gets rich in cryptocurrency? Holders and founders. And where does their yield come from? Primarily, well, to some good degree, the people that get wrecked, who just can't be happy with a thousand X return in a year and a half, they gotta try and margin trade it. And you're like, oh, look, you got liquidated in a dip, right? And it's just, don't trade. You'll, 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 you'll lose health and you'll lose money. And if you didn't, if you made money, you took it from someone who wished you didn't have it. So you're just robbing other people through a screen. It's a net negative game with the people that get really rich are the middlemen that watch two guys try and rob each other through their screen. Oh, he's long. He's short. Oh, they're betting against each other. Oh, look, this guy's homeless. Now this guy lost his girlfriend. The exchange is just sitting there getting rich. That's what disgusts me. Google doesn't allow. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, Okay, go on, go on, Richard. Sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Google doesn't allow ads. Facebook doesn't allow ads. Uh, Reddit doesn't allow ads. Every, nobody allows crypto ads. But who will they? Oh, allow? okay, crypto. Who ads. will okay. they allow? Who will they allow to advertise? Fucking exchanges that rob the shit of you. They're allowed to advertise. 
middlemen, the middlemen that, crypt, that cryptocurrencies were invented to replace, those motherfuckers can advertise. And right, so there's a website called eToro, right at the top, says 67% of users lose. And it's misleading because the amount that those losers lose is so much larger than the amount that the winners win. But that's left out. These motherfuckers can advertise everywhere and destroy lives left and right. But honest cryptocurrencies can't advertise. That fucking disgusts me. And it's, it, just, it harms the world. It's net negative for the world. But you know, when you, when you talk about trading, this is where I'm a little confused. You talk about trading. You said it hurts mm -hmm. everyone. Let's mm -hmm. take a particular stock. Stock goes from 50 to 120. And, uh, this, and, and Bobby sells it at 120 because he just crushed it. He feels he made his profit. It's over when he sells it at 120. Mm -hmm. I come in. Uh, he sells the shares to me because I shorted it at 120. I think <laughs> it's too high. And that thing goes down. We both crush it. We both go home and bang someone's sure. girlfriend. So yeah. my whole key is I like blue how chew. How is trading? How is trading? Rock I think it's the greatest thing in the world. If if you're not margin trading, it is less harmful. If you're margin trading, you discover what liquidation means, or you or you try shorting. We live in a world where most of the charts go up and to the right because the dollar is so weak. And so if you short, you're going to get fucking wrecked. People have been yeah, trying to short the S&P 500. Absolutely. Let's, so let's say I don't short. Let's say I buy mm -hmm. puts like I did the uh, uh, one the other day on Tesla and it dropped 120 points. I mean, You're still I've been on the doing wrong this side. for 20 years. I, I, I like the, the market because I think it is personally, I think it's a market where I can make a decision. I don't have to bet that the market's going up all the time. I can bet that it's overextended. I can bet that it goes down. So, so let me ask you this question. What yeah. do you think is more common? People that crushed it in the stock market or people that lost it? I don't I don't know what the stats are in that because well, I do because they're published at the top of fucking eToro.com by law. It says 67% I mean, of people buy fucking lose. Hold, uh, over the past 30, 40, 50, 60 years, they do eight to 12%. That's a fact. And it sounds way better than losing it all. So yes, buying and holding works, product yeah. market fit works, delaying gratification works, investing works. Day trading doesn't work. You will lose all your money. Shorting, let me tell you, even if you don't buy my uh, story that shorting is bad for you because the charts are all going up and to the right and you think you're real good with timing and shit, let me give you a different example. Not only is it bad for me for you from a timing perspective because you're betting against the trend, but it's bad for me from a profit perspective. So let me tell you the difference between buying Bitcoin at a dollar and selling it at 20,000 versus shorting at 20,000 and riding it to zero, which it never got to. If you had put $20,000 into Bitcoin when it was $1, you'd have 20,000 Bitcoin. The price goes up to 20,000 and now you've got $400 million. You put 20 Why grand I in. Do that? You put 20 grand in and now you have 400 million, right? Because you have 20,000 things yeah. that are worth 20,000 each. Sure. 20,000 times 20,000, 400 million. Okay. Now let's say we're fucking galaxy brains. We're so smart. We short this bitch. We're short in the top the top 20,000. Okay. You take your $20,000, you short one Bitcoin. Cause that's all you can afford to short with 20 grand, one Bitcoin, unless you take leverage and we'll, we'll do that math next. So you short your $20,000, $20,000 of Bitcoin, which is one Bitcoin price goes down to zero, which it never actually did. And now guess how much profit you made. You made 20 grand, you made a one X. So you made 20 grand on your 20 grand risk. But if you'd went long instead, same move, $1 to 20 grand, you made 400 million. If you went short, same risk, 20 grand, down to zero, which it never hit, you only made 20,000, which is more, 400 million or 20,000 on the same fucking risk. 
Now, and you want to introduce short, margin? That's, short, that's shorting, um, and that's a whole different game. And, and a lot of hedge funds make billions of dollars off of it. Um, I hate after shorting. GameStop, fewer after GameStop. And let me tell you about yeah. GameStop, right? GameStop figured out that shorting was really stupid and that a bunch of hedge funds were doing it, dumb fucks, and they could just short squeeze them, right? And so they short squeezed the shit of these idiots, Melvin Capital, and Melvin Capital lost billions. And who did they lose it to? The plebs that short squeezed them. And then that shit crashed like 70 or 80%. But here's the funny part. Even after the 78%, 70 or 80% crash, GME is still up a shitload compared to where you could have bought it way lower. That's how much better longing is than shorting. Even if you're longing a fucking obvious pump and dump fucking scam, being long is so powerful that even after it dumps, you could still be ahead massive. Oh, absolutely. Like even I totally agree with that. But I was just talking about the actual trading situation when a like I say, if a stock does is overextended and you say you do go out and buy one, two year uh, leap puts on it, that's often a good hedge. I mean, it's worked for me for a couple decades. I hear you. I mean, Richard, look, I, I you're not going to beat Bitcoin's returns or crypto's returns. I guarantee I got, buying hex a thousand X ago, a year and a half ago beats your lifetime performance. Like I got two questions for you because we're getting short on time. So mm -hmm. I'm going to ask it sure. in two parts because I found mm -hmm. this interesting in an interview you gave. You don't believe that organized crime is involved in the crypto sphere with laundering money. Is that correct? No, I don't. Okay. Tell us why, because uh, so, it's the me, perfect channel for this to occur. No, oh, so, NFTs. It's the best way. I mean, like that's just art. What they've been doing with art forever is like $300 million for this painting, man. I really got to have You don't it, find you know? this curious at all? These massive amounts so, of money that we're seeing that are being bought, uh, you know, crap with let, these NFTs? Let me, let me clarify the statement. Okay. Are criminals having a problem getting rich and, and handling their finances? No, they're not. They're not. Did they have a problem doing it before Bitcoin existed? No, they didn't. So the majority, for instance, in the United States, the majority of money laundering goes through what's called the black market peso exchange, where they get reputable businessmen that will clear all AML KYC to do business deals that end up extracting value from where they don't want it to where they do want it. And it's already taken care of. It's already handled. And it, they'll, they'll route through cash. Cash doesn't leave trails. Crypto leaves trails like a motherfucker. So Silk Road guy, how's he doing? He's in jail. How's this Bitcoin? They seized it all and sold it. I thought it was unconfiscatable. Uh, no, as a matter of fact, for, it's for sale by governments all the fucking time. It's very confiscatable. It's as unconfiscatable as you protect your fucking keys. But assholes on the internet will tell you the opposite. They'll say unconfiscatable. There's liars all over this place, man. I'm the guy telling the truth. The amount of money of criminal enterprise is so small compared to the amount of money that wants to invest in a new speculative instrument that it's a rounding error. So all of the dark net markets and all of the money that goes through them, which you could consider illegal activity, it's not even a billion dollars a year. Elon Musk bought 1.5 billion of Bitcoin just a fucking month or two ago. So the amount of money that is from criminal enterprises is so absolutely tiny compared to the amount of money for regulatory arbitrage, Swiss bank account in your head, 24-hour uh, banking uh, replacing the inefficiencies of banks, replacing government currency. All of those use cases are so vastly gigantic compared to this little tiny bit of people trying to play fucking illegal shit. So you Even, think, just to be clear, you think that it's more likely that the mob's going to an HSBC and laundering their money? Oh, fuck yeah. Bro, okay. have you ever used a crypto exchange? It's the worst thing in the world. You will beg for your money. Hey, can I please have my money? Please? 
Can I pretty please have my money? I'll do anything. You want selfies? You want blood types? What do you want? Can I please have my money? You think a fucking, <laughs> these guys don't want that. And it's totally traceable, man. I mean, all of these currencies that you see on the fucking blockchain, they're all totally traceable. But you know, let me tell you how shit cryptocurrency is. People don't understand how shit it is, okay? The only good thing is, is the fucking number goes up. That's nice. There's censorship resistance and you get rich as fuck. That's nice. Let me tell you about the suck. Oh, you got two employees. You want to pay your employees? Guess what, motherfucker? Each employee is going to know what the other employee is getting because they can see the transaction on the blockchain and look at your wallet and go, oh, look, on Fridays, <laughs> this address gets pays me this amount. And then look, this other fucking amount goes from the same wire. I bet that's the other guy that's working for me. So you can't even pay your fucking employees or accept money from customers or pay anyone in a fucking business without everyone else knowing how much you pay everyone else. It's a fucking joke. Now let's talk automation. You want to send 10 wire transfers at once? You load up your client, your software, your fucking, my new bank, future finance client, can't do batch sends. What? I can't do batch sends? What the fuck is this garbage? You want to go look, like, look up how much balances you have in different addresses? Better hire a developer, motherfucker, because that ain't a feature in the wallet. This is early fucking days for crypto. And there's a lot of opportunity because of that. But the concept that you could use this for some type of big criminal enterprise and, and like make a fucking killing, you would have made a bigger killing just buying someone, holding it and sitting the thumb up your ass than working really hard. All right, um, because we got to wrap. I want to give you the opportunity because uh, we've been talking a lot of technical shit and most of us <laughs> are retarded, including our readers. Right. Why should we buy hacks? I don't give financial advice. You know, if you buy hacks because you did your research and it's something that you think you should do and you like the chart or whatever your reasoning is, you know, it's 100% uptime. It's new and innovative. It's only six cents. People are eyeing a dollar. You know, its chart looks very similar to when Ethereum and Bitcoin were early during their days. Shockingly similar, really. There's gatekeeping going on. We're not going to see us in the front page of CoinGecko, the front page of CoinMarketCap. You have to do a search to find us because people don't like that I tell the truth about this. You know, CoinMarketCap's owned by an exchange. Exchange wants you to pay a couple million dollars to list. They want to make get rich on your users. They want to make your users beg for their money and send selfies and shit. It's disgusting. We're in the business to get rid of these guys. We're going to get, we're in the business to get rid so of So wait, you had to pay money to list on CoinMarket.com? No. <laughs> no, but that's, CoinMarketCap's owned by Binance. Binance is an exchange. Binance paid $800 million for CoinMarketCap. Binance charges you to list on their exchange. So do you think Binance wants to list a bunch of things that they're not making money on? Does that make good business sense for them? So if you look on page three, you'll find a lot of projects that have tens and thousands of users that don't that belong on the front page but aren't there but because they're basically manually gatekept. So it's there's a lot of corruption in cryptocurrency and there's a lot of scams and a lot of shit will go to zero. And those guys that are buying shit coins that are like, oh, look at the pump, look at the pump, they all lose their money in the bear market. Hexed is designed to fucking outperform in a bear market and go and it's all these are reflexive systems. Well, anyway, you said make it simple. If you had bought Hex on January 5th and not staked it, you'd be up 1,000x right now. If you had staked it, you'd be up 1,500, 1,600x right now. What the fuck else does that in the entire world? Almost nothing. Would you be up 1,500x uh, in liquid? Yeah, you can sell. Some guy just pulled out $6 million to a single address over the last two weeks. We see people hammering the price. I mean, people are selling like a motherfucker. But no matter how hard they sell, when you got other guys like the Godwill who's sitting on 400 million and he's buying, his buys eat up a lot of these other guys' sells. So if, I mean, look, if you need to cash out 10 or 20 million in one go, you're going to need to do it over some time. But you'd be so lucky to have that problem. 
Right. So, I mean, and you, this is all on chain. You can see what other <laughs> coins these guys have. So if you want to participate, just go to hex.com. You know, if you want to participate in Pulse, get some crypto. By the way, Pulse, you can donate to charity and get in the sacrifice set that's set to receive free Pulse. Uh, the Sense Foundation, sense.org slash donate. If you, if when the Pulse sacrifice phase launches, you know, you could just donate to this 503C charity as a tax write-off and you're going to get credit to the sacrifice set. And can I ask two questions real quick? Sure. Yep. One, uh, there's been a lot of problems like with XRP, let's say, that they're holding on to such a giant supply of it, of the uh, extra coins that they could just manipulate the market. What are your thoughts on that? People think manipulating the market is some like thing you can do that makes you free outsized profit. As a matter of fact, manipulating the market is extremely risky and not profitable. The larger your trades are, the more you push the market against you. If you want to buy all of the property on a block, the last guy decides not to sell to you unless he robs you because he knows you need all the property. So when, when you eat into an order book and you do giant sells or giant buys, you get a consistently worse price and you move. So if, if you tried to buy a hundred million dollars a hex, man, you're going to have, you're going to pay a whole shitload more because you move the price against yourself. And so you've got to use a limit order to not move the price against yourself. The, the, the problem with XRP is that they just sell it all the time. It's not that they're manipulating the market. It's not, I mean, look, they did get sued by the, the SEC. But is that a problem market, with but... people holding on, people who've created a coin holding on to a supply that they can pick and choose when they want to release it? No, it's not. Because as shitty as, shitty as XRP is, it's still outperformed Bitcoin over the last year and a half. And, it, and, and everything else murdered Bitcoin even more. And Bitcoin went up 15X or 20X. So Bitcoin went up 20X and everything that sucks compared to it went up more. So Cardano, Ethereum, XRP, XLM, fuck everything, BNB, ADA, everything fucking outperformed Bitcoin. So these wrecked pleb idiots that don't know how to make a fucking chart don't understand the reality of what's going on in the market. Like it, you need to follow me on Twitter, man. <laughs> Twitter.com forward slash Richard Hartwin. All right, I'm Richard, show you the fi final question. Final question, because I, I, I got to respect our readers and they're dying to know. Mm -hmm. What is going on with the candelabra Liberace? I light it sometimes, but it just leaks fucking wax everywhere, man. Apparently they make wax-free candles, but you know, I don't have but them. But that's your like, jam. Here, here that's you your jam. It's always there. there you go. I mean, are you, are you? Well, I mean, people like shit that looks cool, right? So they, I mean, here we go. Look, do I really need my watch winder open here? making noise no i opened it so there's no shadow so you can see what they are better do i really need two fucking you know thousand dollar louis vuitton glasses sitting here no i set them up before the shit i'm like yeah look how rich i am see people like to i see do the same thing shit, but you know? i use cats there you go yeah so like if if you want to be outstanding and punch through a world full of noise you need to prove that you're better than other people <laughs> to be worth their time so i'm smarter richer more effective more educational than other people you're going to watch in this industry and, and, you know, you can tell some of those things because I have cooler shit and better production value. And it's just, it adds up, you know, I just try and do everything better. Next, All right. diet. Well, thank you, Richard, for coming on. We appreciate it. Where can they find you? Twitter.com forward slash Richard Hart win on YouTube, YouTube.com forward slash Richard Hart, hex.com and t.me forward slash pulse chain com. It's about 11,000 people just talking about this new launch, which is coming up in just days. You know, we're creating thousands of new coins that never existed before by copying the existing Ethereum network. So you're going to get free copies of all your coins. You're going to get free copies of your hex. You're going to get free copies of all the other ERC-20s you love, except for two that I don't like. And uh, 
What like, do you mean by free copies? Well, when Bitcoin forked and created Bitcoin Cash, your private keys were able to access coins on two networks, one that you're used to and one new one. When Ethereum forked and created Ethereum Classic and Ethereum, you had private keys that access coins on two networks. Now that we're forking Ethereum, you're going to have access to coins on two networks. So it's just free money. You're going to have free money that's a copy of all of your other coins and another network that's basically free to transact on as well. Is that not, so, uh, but, uh, okay? So we got in this, but isn't that just like what we were saying that they were doing with with printed money, right? You're kind of making up new money out of nowhere. I mean, it well, sounds great. I'm different. confused. So, do you think it should cost a hundred dollars to send an ERC twenty on the Ethereum network because that's what it cost last week? Do you think it should cost three hundred dollars to do a trade on Uniswap to on ramp into Hex? No, I agree no. with that. And and what is the only way to solve that problem? The only way to solve a lack of supply for blockchain space is to increase the amount of supply of blockchain space. There's no game theory that you can use to solve it. There's no magic thing you can use to solve it. If the movie theater is full, you need to build a new movie theater. And that's what we're doing. So How we about could build uh, an, Oh, go ahead. Finish. We could build a new movie theater with none of the system state and you wouldn't get copies of shit. But then how did I save you? Because now people got to launch new contracts. So for instance, PancakeSwap is a fork of Uniswap. Does Uniswap make money on PancakeSwap on the BSC network? No, it doesn't. So a copycat made all the money. In our system, the Uniswap people can make money because the Uniswap people will have coins on a new network. So what we're doing is, is more fair and, and better. We can reduce the Ethereum fees by letting people do their computing on our side and not have to fuck with the other side and, and drive up the fees for everybody. So we're trying to make Ethereum more valuable by reducing the load on it by having a system with four times more throughput that's brand new. Um, All right. Final question, because mm -hmm. people always love free shit. And I know you've mm -hmm. dropped some airdrops in the past. If our readers go to your website, is there a way that they can uh, sign up for an airdrop on any of your product? Well, I mean, look, if you have uh, ERC-20s, you're going to get a copy of them, whether you do anything or not. Okay. If you the, the Ethereum guys are going to get a copy of Pulse, it's going to be freemium. They don't move it within 30 days, they lose it. And the, there's going to be a 10,000 to 1 dilution. People that sacrifice during the sacrifice phase to, to get into the sacrifice set, one of which is a charity, a 503C registered medical research charity um, that's been around for a decade. You can donate to that and get credit, or you can you know, donate to these other addresses and get credit. Um, but you know, that is a 10,000 times larger chunk of the supply of the new native currency. So ETH in this system is called Pulse. And so the, the people of the sacrifice set are going to get around 10,000 times more pulse than the holders of Ethereum are going to get. So if you actually want pulse and you like the idea and you like the game theory and the mechanics, you may want to be a member of the sacrifice set instead of trying to hold ETH and get diluted by 10,000 X. All right. Perfect. Thank you. Richard, thank you for coming on. I, I own some of your coins. I love it. I appreciate it. And uh, we look forward to having you back someday after you do some more amazing stuff. My pleasure, man. One, one other thing I forgot to show, if you guys like free self-help books, I wrote a couple, t.me forward slash SciVive. Contains a lot more good ideas than, than you would know that I had. <laughs> well, why don't you uh, just send us, uh, you have our email, right. send us a link. Right. We'll put it all in the description. Cool. Sounds good, man. Thanks, Thanks so Richard. Much for joining us. My pleasure, care, Richard, Thank you. Okay. Well, that was exciting. Um, glad we finally got to sit down with Richard and uh, talk about hacks. Um, Thanks for coming you on. I, yeah. uh, you know what, man, here's the thing. He, I appreciate anybody who comes on the show. I, he's a very interesting guy, very confident. And that's, that's cool. I, I feel like personally, I, 
you know, on the environment, I, I still don't get what they're saying with that even after that. And that's fine. I mean, nobody's going to see anything. Nobody's always going to see everything the same way. I'm fine with that. But um, yeah, it's interesting for sure. So yeah, and you know, on that note, um, obviously Hex is a polarizing um, crypto in the space. Uh, if you're, if you're interested in it, you got, you're going to have to do your own research on that. Please. And we are also going to drop a video in the link of one of the interviews that I found extremely Ill illuminating, fair and balanced. So we'll have that in the bottom, um, of, uh, uh, the uh, YouTube. So you can check that out as well. Cause there's tons of videos on Richard. So and if again, you are going to get it, you guys got to do your own research here. Yeah. You know, just because somebody's on a show doesn't mean necessarily, and I own Hex, but doesn't mean we say we're automatically telling you go buy a bunch of Hex. You got to do your own diligence. Again, like even on my other podcast, Simple don't take my word for it just because I say it. Question everything, do your own research, and, uh, you know, invest cautiously. And so that's why I want. So I hope you guys check it and check out his links and, and all that stuff. So, what do you guys want? What, oh, what do we like for the next week? Lily, since you got the hot hand, why don't you swing that dick for us? Oh, uh, we got follow each shit. Well, I just let me start by saying I, I have my normal pick, so I, that's really all I got. I'm going to uh, I'm gonna stick with this, this craze. I'm just going to flow where the money is, just do my due diligence, see what's on the hype, see what's getting back, see what influencers are talking about what, and then just ride it. And uh, I'm going to do this for as long as possible or – until I get burned. But you're going to do it with a little bit more control and not be doubling down with the big dick dollars. No. Your, no, no, no. I, I think that's what he's saying. He's not going to be pressing. No, he's not at all. He says he's going to keep doing the exact same thing and then probably not listen to us because he <laughs> thinks he could have 3X'd his shit because well, he doesn't understand a bird in the hand, you know? But, hey, no, what I'm, can you do, dude? I'll, I'll, be, I'll be responsible. I bet we banked the money. We banked the money that we banked already. And then if I can do it again, great. Well, Lily, yeah, what about look at what Lily about, growing up? How are you the AMC? most stable of this? You told group? me I was the rational one. I was the. Hey, I was, you really are. You really are. Thank no, you for letting me be on your show. Yeah. Didn't you call AMC last week? What? Didn't you call AMC last week? Yeah, it's because Nancy Pelosi's husband bought like four million of it. Yeah. Dude, it's up like from when you called it. It's up like 20, 30 percent in a week. That was a good call. This guy can't even suck his own dick because he's in a fucking crypto burn. Yeah. What's going on? I'm just, I'm, I'm just the golden goose right now. Yeah. So let Lil E go last because he seems to be killing. We'll Fair call enough. Lil E the headliner, okay? Fair okay, enough. he's the headliner. Neff, you're obviously the opener. Please go. <laughs> um, I doubled uh, down on Cardano. Um, I really think Elon's push from... Uh, you know, saying that Bitcoin's bad for the environment will have an effect on products like Cardano and Matic. So I'm big on Cardano right now. Uh, I also had to sell some of my Decentraland. I made some money on it. Uh, I still hold some of it, but I pushed most of it into Cardano. Um, the stock that I am tr I'm, I'm tracking very carefully right now is Fastly. I've owned it in the past. Um, it's a content delivery network. They were at an all-time high of about $111, and they've dropped down to $42. Now, they just came out, and uh, their guidance was, was not as uh, 
high as uh, analysts had projected, but I think there's a lot of value in Fastly at this price. So I'm going to uh, base my decision on what the market does Monday. If I don't see a big pop on this, what was the high, Little E? Uh, go back on the system. stock's taken a beating. It has, but I still think it's a great product. Um, so yeah, 117 to 42 in since February. Jesus. Oh man, uh, I got to think that's good for uh, for a bounce back, even with the reduced guidance. But again, I'm not going to buy it until I see what happens Monday. If I miss the big spike, and I have a feeling it could spike. I might hold back, but if I see it trading, you know, fairly flat or it's up a, maybe a one or 2%, I'm going to buy it. So Cardano and again, um, uh, uh, Matic, um, I, I think those are really, really smart plays right now. When people are talking about this, you know, Bitcoin being bad for the environment, whether it's true or not, I don't fucking know, but I see the money. I see the money shifting to these, these products yeah and that's dude okay so this whole <laughs> thing out there is that bitcoin's gonna crash and it's possible just know guys this is a fact bitcoin can never go to zero why because 20 percent of bitcoin is lost therefore it can't be sold off it, it it just can't it will and maybe it goes down to 20 percent. that's fine and guess what's gonna happen all these fucking whales are gonna come in and buy the fuck out of it okay it's just the truth. That's what's going on. You are now, listen, if in X number of years, somehow they regulate the shit and it all crashes, I can't control that. But there is a concentrated effort to fucking demonize crypto right now. And because it is making new rich. And guess what old rich hates? New rich. Because old rich likes to control everything and pass on old rich to their kids. They don't want to deal with with new rich and that's all i'm saying so i wouldn't listen to all this stuff am i thinking about pulling some of my crypto to put money down on a house or a project with my my brother yes i am thinking about that right now but i would i would really i mean this is the thing about crypto real quick is like we're always gonna have sellers right you know like how he gets his certain thing sells obviously too early most of the time but he does sell Right. But here's the nothing thing. wrong with taking a profit, buddy. No, hey, there's nothing wrong with taking profit. But if you're watching crypto, okay, the highs are higher and the lows are higher. And that to me says it's just more money getting in, more people holding. And I think I, I just, you got to turn off the, like anything in the mainstream media. I just don't trust, man. And that's just me. Howie, what are your picks? Um, I did you, I did something crazy. Going into next week, I mean, I still Head own sex ADA. with a black man. Uh, Finger bang hell on the bum on Eleventh Avenue. That was Thursday night. Okay. Um, I bought a crypto that hasn't even come to market yet. Uh, I bought this coin that Zoltan talked me into, where it sucks in New York. You can't listen. You can't even fund a MetaMask account in New York State. You can't do it. How is that possible? You can't do it. We tried. Um, so what I had to do is I had to fund money from PayPal to Coinbase and then fire that over to MetaMask where oh, I bought Oh, okay. This what you're saying is you can't fund your map. Yeah, that happens in California too. That's why I think Coinbase has a bright future because it's one of the exchanges 
that banks are willing to work for, which could also be seen as very dubious. Yeah. Um, but I bought this Rena Rena Finance. I think the coin comes uh, public like in two days. R E N E. I don't know what the fuck it does. It's got a cool little website, but I figured I never got into one of these crazy ass coins. So uh, Zoltan talked me into it. I threw some coin into that. So I'm gonna leave it. We'll see what happens. I'm hoping it goes up seven thousand x. Pretty soon, oh. fuck it with these shit coins. How he's gonna look like Matthew McConaughey in that meme where it's just <laughs> staring at us. <laughs> last week was a good week for stocks man we made some serious moves me and neff did uh i'm gonna close out on some tesla options calls tomorrow morning because it's already i think it it should be close to a double uh but listen you want to stock for this week readers i'm telling you right now uh large cap tech apple aapl has gotten smacked nicely it's yeah. gotten smacked nicely over the past uh, week and a half, two weeks. You know, it's down from like 146 down to like 127. Um, I love that stock. Uh, it's a bargain right now. I love it short term to bounce right up to like 140. I so think calls? it'll happen fairly quickly. So calls or shares? I love buying either. I mean, you're going to make money either. But yeah, if you bought like, if you went out to like uh, September, uh November and you bought the 130 Apple calls. I don't know what they're trading, but shit, I might buy some tomorrow, man. That Apple looks like your a really dick's good getting buy. hard right now, isn't it? it must I'm be that excited. fucking blue chew energy Anyone we got floating around. Snap. Yeah, this old man does not need the blue chew yet, man. I will get kicked out of this apartment fast. There's an 83 year old lady that lives next door, and uh, now I don't even be going to see her with that blue chew in. Um, just just because I've never taken it, if I take one. How long should I expect this boner to last? Less than four Man. hours. Or you yeah, I mean, four have you seen the commercials? If your boner no. lasts for two days, talk to right. Listen, <laughs> listen, Chris. Yeah. Trust me. Don't don't trust those commercials because I went to the Kentucky Derby one time, and on I want a blue chew. First time ever, I took a whole one. I took a whole blue pill, and uh, I almost had to go to the hospital on day three. Because like I couldn't even put bets in. I'd walk up to the teller and like old ladies were getting poked. It was bad. It was really bad. Guys, I'm being serious. To to I'm, be, I'm being serious. I'm being serious too. <laughs> My wife fucking divorced me after that weekend. But here's the thing: Do you, does more co- when you blow? Does it does it just stay hard? I and- know, dude. Different podcast, dude. Different podcast. Hey, I- Trying to help you here, Neff. We're trying to help you. Just make hey, it more comfortable. Okay. I'm all sorry right. about this. As the you know, all of us use fucking boner pills. The effects, <laughs> the effects may last up to 36 hours. Yeah, yeah. That becomes a real problem. Because we're That's real men, making real. We're we're wow. we're banking fatties, dropping the hammer of the gods on our ladies and our guys. So, uh, hey, Evan, uh, what are your picks? All right, I think uh, I think Ethereum is bound to make a run, especially after it shit the bed when the the founder just completely rug pulled on SHIB. So a lot of people are pissed about that. I think you could see new all time highs before September. That's when the bull market or the bear market is projected for August, September around there. Polkadot, Chainlink, those are my real ones, and then of course I'm just going to be slowly paying. So is is your opinion that like around that we should sell all of our crypto right before that cuz it's going to yeah. tank? I think like it's better to sell early than to sell late. Of obviously. course. So I would probably sell late August. That's what 
everything I've seen that's projection like August to September. So I'm gonna go mid to late August. About doing now, is that, that the with same? Is that the same on MILF coin? Should I hold that till? September? Oh no, that's just. <laughs> You know, that's just going to sky supporting the moms. It actually gives back to a charity. Dude, yes. <laughs> okay. If that coin went to support single mothers, I would get into that. It does. Coin. Yeah. What? And, just, God. And, and real quick, by the way, uh, as long as we're going to, I mean, here's the thing. I'm not going to pretend like shit coins don't exist. Uh, Jake Paul's coin, or Lo, is it Jake or Logan, literally? The fighter. Yeah. The one that fights the uh, people. It's Rand. Fight. Rand Paul. Uh, his coin yummy just exploded over the weekend. I doubled up on it just for fun. I threw 500 bucks in, uh, but you know, um, so Neff, I, Neff, you're yeah. holding all of our Sheba, which has gone from 39 to 15. Are you going to send it to us when it gets to 2.3 cents or, I mean, do you want me to lose $180 in gas fees to send it to you all three? Cause I can do that. And then you'll end up with eight cents of she Sheba. It looked pretty good when it was at 39. I don't know. It's going to go up. It's going to go down. Stop it, Howie. You're fucking negative nannies. Stop being negative nanny on our fucking... I should have bought puts on that thing when it was at 38. Um, can I don't you buy you... puts on that? Yeah, you, you can, but that was just going to say, do you even know where to buy puts on fucking coins, Howie? I wouldn't even know where to... Like, if you asked me to go buy Sheba, I'd go to a fucking Asian massage parlor down the street and ask for her. I, I literally have no idea... Ain't fucking anything about Sheba. Sounds like a cat. It's, it's Real a quick, I want to do a quick uh, uh, one of our new five-star reviews. And this is the stuff I love to hear. Okay? This is from P. Dunn 87 The show changed my life. I want to get into I wanted to get into stocks, crypto investing last year, but didn't know where to start. Plus all the extra tax stuff. Waited to 2021 and cash days came to the rescue. Didn't know the difference between a market and a limit order. And now now I am trading investing with different platforms and wallets. Instead of just giving you a fish, they sit down and show you how to bait the hook, tie the bobber set, the weight, and cast the line i feel so close to you guys and with two episodes a week is what i look forward to the most definitely the first thing i bring up or talk about in any situation cash days for life thank you dude i really love hearing more than anything dude i love to hear how you guys are listening to all of us and you're making money i like that's the my favorite besides talking to these guys which i love doing the, when i hear you guys are taking the advice and making money of it, it means a lot to me. You know what I love hearing? Uh, you reading a review that I already read two weeks ago. But that's really okay. yeah, you're retarded. I don't remember it. I, read yeah, it. I don't either. I read it. Roll the tape. Well, I guess my reading's more impactful than yours. <laughs> Very impossible. Guys, get your blue chew. Go gap, grab your shirts at cashdaddytshirts.com and uh come see us live. Cause you know, oh by the way, guys, I uh I, I I'll tell you guys later. All right. No, by uh, the way, else, by the way, yeah, I had a great gig at Gallagher's and I met your hairdresser last week. So yeah, that dude, was very I have a cool. hairdresser. Yeah. What I, do you think I, this fucking Armenian dragon tail just fucking grows itself, bro? It's amazing. That is Thank amazing. you. We're, guys, we're thanks for tuning in. Anything else? Uh, no. Uh, oh, just always thanks to the readers for being so helpful to other readers in there. Great community. Uh, they're even exchanging each other money for help right now, which I think is awesome. If somebody puts in an hour of work, somebody will be like, hey, let me throw you 50 bucks of, you know, Ethereum or whatever. I think that's awesome. 
And uh, this week's Discord reader names of the week are going to be Cat Queefs 27 and Finger Fuck the Chicken 69. <laughs> Finger Fuck the Chicken? 69, yep. That's the best. All right, guys, we love you very much. Thank you guys for tuning in. Shout out, Duncan. Cash Daddy.